0: Hello, and welcome to this edition of Faith to Live By. I'm Pam Christian, your host for this podcast, where each and every week I help us explore current events from a biblical and prophetic worldview, so we as God's children know how He wants us to respond. I am really excited today with all that's going on. More and more remedies, accountability, and arrests are coming to be known. Additionally, more and more everyday citizens are finding ways to get involved to reclaim our nations and the integrity of our elections. You've probably heard about the extensive riots in the streets of China, protesting their government's forced lockdowns, even welding apartment doors shut so people who are believed to have COVID-19 cannot leave. Sadly, 10 people in apartments welded shut were recently killed by a fire, unable to escape. There's also the riots and military action taking place in Brazil over the recent elections. Brazil has experienced 32 consecutive days of protests About their elections as of the day this podcast is being recorded. And there's a push here in the United States to have our elections investigated, and the people involved are resolutely determined to see matters through to completion. Several of the precincts in dispute would further change the makeup of the Senate and House, increasing the number of conservatives, so the fight is fierce. I know things appear to be getting worse and worse, which is precisely what the enemy wants us to believe, but God has repeatedly and more sternly exhorted his children. To not give in to fear based on what we see, but stir up our faith based on what he says. As we stir up our faith, the enemy is sent into fear as things get worse and worse for them. I expect you know about Elon Musk revealing astonishing role Twitter played in the 2020 elections in effort, and this is in their own words, to get Joe Biden elected. On December 2nd, Musk supplied Matt Taibbi on Twitter, a series of communications in a running thread to reveal the internal communications of Twitter personnel who censored posts about Hunter Biden's laptop. Tucker Carlson on Fox News reported that the DNC Biden campaign directed Twitter to censor and Twitter complied and did this in the critical days of the 2020 election cycle. They did the bidding of a political party and elected officials, which is illegal. That included the former counsel, Jim Baker, who was a key player in the FBI during the Russian collusion hoax, who was overseeing the censorship at Twitter, which, if I understand correctly, is treason and punishable by death. Musk wrote on Twitter, quote, if this isn't a violation of the Constitution's First Amendment, what is?" I encourage you to watch the segment with Tucker Carlson using the link in the show notes. On that same day, December 2nd, Julie Green posted a prophetic word titled, Washington, D.C. is about to look very differently. This prophecy is especially significant in light of other events occurring now. Interestingly, also on December 2nd, Steve Schultz from Elijah Streams interviewed Juan Osaván. I highly recommend you watch that interview. So, of course, I have a link for you in the show notes. In that interview, Savin talked about a most unusual lawsuit that has the potential of removing Biden, Harris, Vice President Pence, and 385 congressmen and women from office, which is even more compelling considering the prophecy that Juan O. spoke about that was given by my personal friend, Michelle Maggio, early in 2021. That prophecy is titled, Congress, Where Is Everybody? In a vision, Michelle saw two-thirds of the seats of Congress emptied and slowly filled by people who were clearly not part of the political establishment. The link to Michelle's prophecy is in the show notes. The day of December 2nd, 2022, has proven to be a day of highly significant revelations. So, let me fill you in. Currently, there are two identical lawsuits. The first filed by Lloyd Brunson, which is still held up in the Utah Federal Court. The second is filed by Loy's brother, Rayland Brunson. But this one has made it up to the Supreme Court of the United States, where the nine justices in conference will vote to move it through to a hearing. And only four of the nine votes are needed to make that happen. Both lawsuits include defendants Biden, Harris, and former Vice President Pence, and 385 members of Congress for breaking their oath of office by voting against the proposition that came from members of Congress to investigate the claims that there were enemies of the Constitution who successfully rigged the election. Every member of Congress is required to take and uphold the oath of office. The oath states, quote, I do solemnly swear or affirm that I will support and defend the Constitution of the United States against all enemies, foreign and domestic. Now, the oath itself continues, but that's the only part we need for the purposes of this podcast. The beauty of this lawsuit is that it is strictly about their failure to uphold their oath. There is no need to prove whether or not the elections were rigged. By members of Congress failing to take the required 10 days to investigate to see if there was foreign interference in our election or not, and have the report submitted on time alone is sufficient evidence they did not uphold their oath. They certified the election without verifying if foreign interference was involved, and if they are found guilty, they will be removed from office, never able to serve in public office again. The Supreme Court can get as many as 5,000 cases to hear each year, and they review the cases, then decide which cases they want to adjudicate. On average, the Supreme Court sees about 150 cases per year, so the fact this lawsuit is one they want to hear is special in and of itself. But there's more. Juan O'Sevin explained in a rare event, the clerk of the Supreme Court, likely following the instructions from the justices, called Raylan Brunson and instructed him if he needed any help in further filing the lawsuit to call a particular person and asked him how soon the amended forms could be submitted. Raylan at first said 30 days, and then when asked if he could do it sooner, he said two weeks, but it was done in a week. The clerk had Brunson include in their filing what the defendants might say as reasons for the court not to hear the case, and added emphasis that this case is a matter of national security interest and needs to be recognized as an emergency. This allows the case to bypass the Tenth Circuit and go to the Supreme Court. As I understand it, the court has already reviewed matters concerning this case. The defendants were given opportunity to make the filing with the court as to why this case should not be heard. At the end of the 30 days, for some reason, counsel for the defendants filed a statement in effect saying, We decided not to respond in any way or challenge the authority, right, or need for the court to hear this case. Why they responded like that is beyond curious, and it means the Supreme Court can hear the case at any time. They do not need to wait for the Friday dockets to formally receive the case. And because this is a matter of national security, the case is being expedited. If the courts rule in Brunson's favor. 93 of the 100 senators and nearly all Democratic House members and about 50 percent of Republican House members would be removed from office. The Brunson case would also fine each senator and House member about $1 million for each of the six causes of action, and they would be recommended to be tried for treason. Biden, Harris, Pelosi and Pence would be fined $25 million for each of the six causes of action and also be recommended to be tried for treason. In addition, Trump would be inaugurated into office until new elections are held, likely run by the military. If this case is awarded to the plaintiffs, not only would the 385 members of the House and Senate, along with Pence, Harris, and Biden be removed, but so would their staff, lobbyists, and law firms. Juan Osaván said as many as 30 to 100,000 could be out of work, fulfilling Julie Green's prophecy about Washington, D.C. looking very different. Rick Renee of Blessed to Teach reviews the actual case that gives the Supreme Court a loaded gun against the criminal government and lame duck congressional session where there is talk of term limits for the court justices and of loading the courts. Watch Rick's treatment of this topic using the link in the show notes. Now, consider with me, other than the fact the Brunson case is considered a national emergency, the left has made it clear they want to impose term limits on judges and they want to pack the courts the justices have been under attack with some of their very lives threatened since they ruled against the federal aspect of Roe v. Wade. I think the Supreme Court has far more than one excellent reason to hear this Brunson case. We have many huge stories of actual events underway that seem to be the fulfillment of prophecy that could have tremendous impact on these days ahead. Will the enemy retaliate? We should certainly expect so. There are current rumors that the left seeks to arrest President Trump as one of their tactics. We've been warned of a potential term of blackouts and that we would be put on notice to remain shut in from the emergency broadcast system. God has told us repeatedly when these things occur to know it is him and our victory is at hand. Yet, I urge you to be prepared should such an event occur. Make sure you have plenty of water, medicines, diapers, food, or whatever you might need. Have a battery power radio, or even better yet, a shortwave radio, a generator, or anything else you can do to be prepared. I believe such an event would not be long-term, but be prepared for at least a month if you can, although I'm guessing we'll probably actually experience about 10 days to two weeks. Now, with even more very positive and encouraging news, I bring you Part 3 of my interview with Derek Johnson. I certainly hope you've listened to Parts 1 and 2, and if you haven't, I suggest you do before you listen to this episode so it'll make more sense. Derek is one of two people I've listened to who has been able to make sense out of so much we've suffered, especially in recent years. But as we learned last week, our nation's trouble actually goes back to 1871 when then-President Ulysses S. Grant obligated our nation to a financial debt that took our nation from operating as a republic to a corporation. Very slowly ever since, our nation has been being taken over both by evil from within and foreign entities from without. Those who have wanted to overthrow the United States of America have worked hard to destroy the republic and make this nation one where the elite... Those with the most money rule, and this includes the elite wealthy people from various other nations in the world. My last segment of my interview with Derrick Johnson is just as intense and informative as the first two. I don't want to edit any of it out, so I'll get right away to part three now.
1: If you the common person goes and reads most of these laws and codes, if you just read the surface, you think, well, that's not a bad code. That's not a bad law. But it's what they were doing behind the codes, behind the Constitution of the District of Columbia and what they were doing with these Dominion systems. If you apply that the voting fraud was never about you, the people, or your state didn't pull through, if you will apply that these voting systems were about who the cabal, the Washington establishment, the deep state, the all the terms that President Trump used Tuesday night, he used them again, Washington establishment, the state of the deep state, the cabal, the swamp. When you apply that they were using these systems to get their people in for their money laundering, for their genocides and they're trafficking. That's all going to come out in the military tribunals. But when you apply that, that was what voter fall is actually about. It ain't about your little town in Podunk, Alabama or Mississippi or Georgia or Florida or wherever you are. It was never about that. It was who this cabal was putting into their positions. When you apply that, because human trafficking is not funny, child trafficking is not funny, Drug trafficking is not funny, and human sex trafficking is not funny. Those are not funny topics. And anybody out there who makes those like or makes fun of those or calls people like me are crazy, you have no heart, you have no soul. Because I have seen it. I've got buddies on these teams that rescue children. It is real. It's not a joke. So when you apply that, that's what the voting fraud was all about. And when you apply that the military plugged President Trump He took all of the federal corporation's laws. He schooled the federal corporation. He showed you Americans how you actually run the federal corporation by its federal corporation standards on the surface, not what was going on behind the scenes. So he's the military plug, the military occupancy. He's running the country. He has the National Guard in full action there. Once again, the, the skies are lit up as we speak. I was looking at the flight app a while ago. It is lit 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 way a lot of aircraft in the sky today that when you take the right hand and understand that president trump was a plug by the military in a law of war manual go read the law of war manual and i'm going to tell you it's a tough read when you get to about page seven you're going to be looking me up on my channels trying to to understand how i break down the law of war manual but it, it's a law of war manual the the military is in what they call a military occupancy this is a world operation. When you're in a military occupancy, as you'll read in the Law of War Manual, we have a lot of our allies all over the world who are working with us. Brazil, if you see the other day, three million people in the streets. Brazil with their elections. This is not just a United States thing. This was not just a Biden versus Trump thing. This was never about Biden. This was never about Trump. This is a military occupancy. The military are doing what they call torching the barn and killing the rats. They're flushing out all of Congress. Every single facet of life is going to be flushed out. They're they're decimating social media. They've gone through and, and wiped out a lot of people. Facebook, Twitter. They've they've removed over sixteen or eighteen hundred CEOs now. I've done lost count how many CEOs have stepped down from their positions, have gone bankrupt, filed bankrupt. They made them go bankrupt. Uh, the military tribunals. New York Times said they're coming. I didn't say they're coming. New York Times said they're coming mid 2023. So, you're gonna see a lot of rapid fire stuff happen in the next six months to get to that time period, meaning you gotta see court martialing, you gotta see some arrest. You saw yesterday morning, everybody jumped ship. Everybody jumped ship with, with Trump's speech choosing, oh, he didn't say what I wanted him to say. Well, you missed it, because he said a lot of stuff 58 comms, 58 optics. Well, everybody jumped ship. And then yesterday morning, they announced that they're gonna do a probe on Hunter Biden, which is also Joe Biden. Okay, they announced that the 118th Congress which will meet January 3rd, 2023 to January 3rd, 2025. So there's that. Uh, So, you know, there's a lot of rapid fire stuff's going to start happening. Treason, fraud, and crimes against humanity will be dealt with because I'm telling you right now, the military is in full, complete control of this nation. Not because I want them to be, not because I like President Trump, not because I'm some uh, coat teller of President Trump. Not because, oh, Trump's my president, like people say. No, I'm telling you about laws and orders of our nation, our military laws, our military orders and regulations, and also based off of our federal laws and federal codes and federal orders that Donald John Trump is still your president. They extended his power, the same as FDR. They extended his power under Article Two and Article Four of the Constitution, which gives him the full right and authority to take care of his people and the security of his people and the security of his nation. He took power, war power, emergency powers. He used the Stafford Act, the Emergencies Act, uh, the Executive Order 12148, um, Executive Order 13848, Executive Order 13912, Executive Order 13919, and the list keeps going to extend his power as president. That is under our original constitution. So the military pulled him, and then he's, running the country over here as commander-in-chief. He's actually commander-in-chief, as is his, his role. But as president of the people, he visually had to be a president for the people because people do not have a clue about military. So the military, the law of war manual allows him to do so. It allows him to be commander-in-chief and then also they use him as the businessman to school the federal corporation. So that way, none of those people For years, anybody who's living, Jimmy Carter was still alive. I mean, so all these people who are still alive, all the congressmen and women who've ever been in Congress, anybody who's ever been in a government position, even lawyers, nobody can point a finger and say that he did something this way. No, he took every single law of the DC law and he schooled them, meaning that he made it to where no one else can take position and not do it the way that it was done under the military occupancy. That, okay, we have someone who proved that it can be ran like a business. We had a what? We have a Federal Reserve. We had that, okay? There's a fence got put around it the other day. So there's a lot of visuals around these things that show you that an occupancy is going on. Uh, the fence around the Capitol building, that's 47 United States Code 606. The president can shut down. Uh, TV broadcast, internet, and government facilities. There's that 47 U.S. Code 606. It's actually titled War Powers of the President. Um, and then the defense the going around the Federal Reserve just a few days ago, there's another uh, 47 U.S. Code 606 because that's a government facility. Um, also last year, last September, the U.S. Treasury Secretary said by October 18th, the United States will be bankrupt. Uh, a lot of people don't realize that October is the month that the the end of the uh, United States uh, fiscal year actually is ended in October. It's not December, like some people think. Um, so there's an opt-it right there for you. Uh, yeah, Biden quote unquote signed what they call a debt ceiling uh, December of last year. Added negative, but I call it negative because when you're bankrupt and you add 2.3 trillion dollars, that's that's in the the negative. That's not positive. Uh, we don't have any currency to back it up. Um, so that's been proven. Uh, Nixon did that, the shock of uh, 72. He made our dollar invalu- as valuable as we want it to be or invaluable as we want it to be. Um, so uh, this stuff stems back a long ways, but uh, that right there, and, and that's another optic. Why of all numbers did they use $2.3 trillion? How do you just come up with $2.3 trillion, that number? Uh, that's that, the optic of that. Um, And I'm getting. I'm opening up a big can of worms here. But 9/11 was rigged. But September the 10th, 2001, Donald Rumsfeld. The day before 9/11, Donald Rumsfeld, the Secretary of Defense, gets on national TV and says that 2.3 trillion dollars is missing from the Pentagon. So 2.3 trillion dollars is not a coincidence. Uh, They're they're dropping so many optics out there for people uh, that that have been following for years, or if you're just now hopping on board, that hey. Like Charlie Ward says, "Hey, I'm just I'm just Charlie. I'm just Derek. I'm giving you every .gov and .military site to go to go put this puzzle together." Uh, now I think I am the only one and, and I'm I'm humbled and blessed that that people recognize that. I don't mean this in any kind of manner, but I did in my in the documents.info that that page I put out there. I put these as much as I could in chronological order as they happen, and then it forms a blueprint of what's going on and how it's going on. Um, so, you know, but it's one of those things where if you don't read, I can't, I can't, you know, we can paint pictures, but so many people don't want to read and see it for themselves. And and I understand if you're an audio listener, I get that, but at the same time, I mean, these are all .gov and .military sites that I didn't write past, I can just interpret.
0: Okay, and I will get all that information on the show notes so that people can go to your websites and they can see the considerable work that you've done. I want to get back to something. You referred to Biden as an actor. If everything you're saying is true, and I believe it is, the deep state cabal who are pretending to be presidents, pretending to be all these positions running our country, certainly they know they don't have the real power. They've got to have some idea that all this military action is taking place.
1: It's a military occupancy. So that means it's a a operation. So everything you're watching is an act. Um, and I know that's hard for people to understand, but it's it's real easy to understand with law. President Trump had to sign what they call a PED, a Presidential Emergency Action Document, which requires a COG, a continuation of government. So that's what you're watching is a continuation of government, even though it's not real. They know what's going on. I mean, it, they're all actors and actresses. Most of them, the others are real people uh, playing the part, too.
0: OK, so they know that it's a military operation. That's correct. And they are willingly taking these positions as actors just so they can continue with their human trafficking and their money laundering. Is that the understanding?
1: Let me show you, let me just, I didn't write this, but I'm, I'm going uh, to read it to you really quick uh, and show you how an operation looks like, what what the questions will be. I'm going to show you this and I'll send it to you where you can have it. But uh, this is what military So It's like the art of war. Now that's a book you can go read. Donald Trump wrote a book called "The Art of the Deal." No coincidence. The Art of War. It's an old, old, so it's Chinese, um, and you can go, you can, it's, you can read it. This is it helps people understand the art of the war. So the military tribunals, most of them would have already happened already. And I know that's hard for people to comprehend. Now I'm going to tell you what. Now, New York Times. Has a lot bigger reputation than Derrick Johnson has. So the New York Times are telling you the military tribunals are coming mid 2023, which means that they'll be broadcast, they'll be aired for people to see. President Trump alluded to this the other night in his speech, some of his comms. He said a thing called quick trial. We'll have a quick trial when I'm president. Well, he he's not president right now, he's commander in chief. So that's the opt that you gotta understand. That when he said I'm when I'm president again, we'll have The thing called quick trials, which means the trial in the morning execution by the end of the day. That's a military tribunal, ladies and gentlemen. That is not a civilian court. That's a military tribunal. And I'm going to tell you what, military court don't play around. I know I've seen I I wasn't part of any military court. Thank God. But I saw people go through military court. They don't play around even with little things. And I'm not making light of adultery uh, or anything of that nature. But even with something uh, adultery compared to murder. We, that's what I'm saying. So even something as light as adultery compared to murder, they don't play around in military court. So I'm going to show you what, what I didn't write this once again. This is someone probably like 1-07 or someone like this who's a lot more skilled. And I mean, I am, I, you know, to a level, uh, but I don't want to take credit for this. I didn't write this. This is just kind of though how military would think in a military setting something like this up. So just bear with me here. So it says, imagine you are Hillary and friends, and it's early November 2017. All right. So that would mean what? President Trump's already president because January 20th, 2017. So you're going into November 2017. All right. So he had already declared another, he'd already declared one national emergency in 2017. So he actually declared four of them. Uh, so, uh, but the, the other three are the most important for reasons. So imagine this. Imagine you're Hillary and her friends, and it's early 2017. If you were convicted of treason in a 2017 secret military tribunal, would you choose the death penalty or life in prison to play a role in the upcoming 2018 MAGA movie? Now, you have to understand, when people hear movie, I know people get tired of hearing that. They get tired of hearing movie. You're watching a movie, and they get tired of me saying optics, optics, optics. But you that's people who don't understand the art of war. That's people who don't understand these things, these things, this depth, the corruption, as President Trump said Tuesday night, massive corruption. People just hear those words and they don't apply the terminology anymore. Once again, like, I like you, Pamela, or I love you, Pamela. Those two mean completely different things. All right, we have terminology for a reason, massive corruption or some corruption. Massive corruption. So people want things, they want, I, 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 it's like I say, they want a JG Wentworth government. I want my money. It's my money and I want it now. Everybody wants something now, 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 now. We live in a selfish society. They want things now, but would they appreciate it? Like my dad growing up on the farm, he wouldn't let me drive the tractor until I did what? Work fence rows and fences and and duck with post hole diggers in the freaking hot summer ground where you couldn't. You could pour water on it and it still wouldn't break up loosely. So he made me work to get up to the air-conditioned tractor. Would people appreciate the air-conditioned tractor starting right out? No. Eventually, people do what? They still gripe, complain about something. But if they work hard and they go through something, a trial or a tribulation or a valley, they go through a little test, go through some stuff that builds your character, builds your faith. Then you can appreciate when you get to the mountaintop view into the air-conditioned tractor. So we have a nation who are spoiled, lazy, complacent. It ain't everybody, but it's the one I'm addressing. The ones who still just cannot comprehend this. No, if you're never in the military, you're not going to understand what it what those processes are um, to to setting up an operation, setting up a battle, or whatever it could be. So you know, MAGA movie. Well, why did they have Biden? Biden said in his, what, September the 1st speech that MAGA people, there is an opt drop, MAGA, so they're still using MAGA. So go to this, part one, it's called the leverage, all right? This is how, so it's five parts of this, the leverage. Here's how your death penalty becomes life in prison, all right? You sign a full written confession, you confess every crime on video, you surrender all assets and wealth, you allow social media takeover you're given a new phone and computer, you're implanted with tracking, you agree to 24-7, 365 protection, you are done if anyone on the Trump team is harmed, you are done if you cross any red line, you're told to play a specific role, you get to go to jail if the entire plan works, otherwise your original sentence happens. So it's really simple. The military would have made these arrests. All right, part two. The, they call it the post. So the posts out there. Let's assume that this has already happened. The Q post, the Q, the very first Q post said that Hillary was arrested in 2017. Now let's look at attached Q post for clues. Ask yourself, does Hillary Rodham Clinton say stupid things in public now? She hasn't. Ask yourself, does Hillary Rodham Clinton Rodham Clinton, HRC appear in public less often? She has. Ask yourself, what does Trump gain from her freedom? Ask yourself, what is the only leverage Trump has on her? Would Trump make this deal to save children? Yes. All right, part three is called the script. The script is real genius, elegant, simple, and guaranteed. Arrests are easy. It's much harder to destroy an evil institution like the deep state or media than a person. The real goal is to make them destroy their own institutions by having them act a certain way in public to tarnish their institution when the truth comes out. This behavior will ultimately make all Americans learn to despise them for their crimes. They will be told to unfairly attack Trump until the truth is dropped. And then they will be told to take all the blame and praise Trump's actions. Checkmate. All right, so four, the actors. President Trump says what? We have it all. We've caught them all. All crimes and evidence would be displayed to the public in full accordance to the law. Trump said that. Q said that. The plan, to make the plan work, Trump's team would simply need to arrest and convict a few key actors In late 2017, from each of the following categories, White House, media and tech, deep state and Congress. All right. And then let them choose death penalty or life in prison or a reduced sentence based on their level of involvement. There was no need in 2017 to have military tribunals for anyone other than the kind of people shown below, which were McCain, already happened, gone. Bush Sr., gone. Jensburg, gone. I mean, there's plenty right here that's already gone. We have evidence they're gone. So when you read this, so I had to name a few of them, shown below. Of course, there will be many more trials in 2019. About 50,000 thanks to Huber, who Jeff Sessions hired, Huber and these traders. In the meantime, the talking heads on media will just continue to attack Trump as long as they are told to by their masters listed below. Same with Twitter censorship. Once word gets out that these actors ratted out the cabal, these people will be able. These people won't be able to walk down the street ever again, and Gitmo will be their only safe place. All right, now part five: the movie. Ask yourself why the people above act so odd lately, and it's like Soros, Jensburg, um, Paul Ryan, uh, Nancy Pelosi, Schiff. I mean, it just. McCain, um, Mitch McConnell. I mean, it's all all the people we've seen on the news. Why do they act so odd? Patriots are still very much at risk and special operations continue, especially underground and globally with rogue actors. This would have been way back. This ain't right now. However, once they attacked Trump in Vegas, October 2017, and once the Saudi Arabian government was overthrown, POTUS, President Donald John Trump, had all the right in the world to convene these military tribunals. That's why Q started posting in October, 2017. The biggest battles were already fought and won. Then they traveled to Asia and Fitch, China and North Korea in 2017, November. For all we know, these military tribunals were held starting on January 21st, 2017. You would only need about 50 of them to deal with the characters above, and it would only take a week for any single trial. Skeptical? Ask yourself if the 2017-20 behavior of the people above makes any sense to you without this theory. So that's how you set up an actual operation. Now, once again, McCain's gone, Bush Sr.'s gone, Jensburg's gone. A lot of these people, none of them are in public anymore. HRC, so Clinton, There's and the first time in 100 years, there's not a Bush, a Cheney, a McCain, or a Clinton in office. All this has already come to fruition. All right. And I can show you another very beautiful right now drop that President Trump made Tuesday night that is so freaking phenomenal that shows you all this has already happened and, and people missed it. And I'm, I'm going to show it on your show first. Charlie don't even get this first. How about that? How about it? He said something that was so it's like it's let me find it here. I want to quote it verbatim because I want you to, you know, I want you to be the first to get it because it's really cool. And, uh, you know, like I said, this is why you have to, yeah, you know, I'm not saying you got to think like a veteran, but that right there, whoever wrote that probably was, uh, I don't know who it was, to be honest. So if you go to the speech that, that Donald Trump had Tuesday night, starting at minute 37, second 10, he's talking about how we're the big, best and biggest country in the world. Then he leads into President Xi of China being king, there's an optic, being king and lifetime president. He's their president for life in China. Here's the optic around that. President Trump was crowned king in Saudi Arabia in 2017. All right. Then at minute 3806, on day one, we will end Joe Biden's war on American energy. War. Most veterans hate when people say football. Football, always oh, a war. It was a battle. No, football is not a battle. It's not a war. A lot of veterans hate when people use the word war. So President Trump don't use that lightly. We will end Joe Biden's war on American energy. At the 3835 mark, he said something about energy disaster. 3846, the socialist disaster known as the Green New Deal, which is destroying our country. Then he leads on to say a lot of lot. Is hurting our country. And then he goes, This, you know, Germany tried it. Germany tried it for about a year. Remember, I sent to Angela. Remember, Angela? Do you remember Angela? Nobody's remembering her right now. And he pauses because the crowd was like, uh, You know, his, even his own people, like, uh, they just, he goes, Angela Merkel, I sent her a white flag of surrender. She said, But why, but why do you send this to me, Donald? That's how she pronounces his name. And he even said that. That's what she calls me. Don't know. I said, Angela, I sent this to you because this is a flag of surrender. You are getting 78% of your energy from Russia. And when that happens, history has proven it's not good for Germany. Just take a look over the last 150 years, it hasn't been good. There's another, before I get to the major huge the drop, the major, major drop, there's one right there, an optic drop. Just take a look over the last 150 years. It hasn't been good. When did the organic act happen? 1871, that was 151 years ago to this date. How did he just pull out 150 years? He didn't. He's referring to the federal corporation and how Germany, all these countries too, have been operating with the U.S. as a federal corporation. There's your, there's there's your optic drop, but here's the best one. Chapter 12 of the Law of War Manual. Chapter contents. 12.4. I'm not going to read all of them. 12. Point, it's 12.1 to 12.14, that's how many content, but 12.4. That chapter is called The White Flag of Truce to Initiate Negotiations. The Law of War Manual, by the time you get to chapter 12, it's already in the I mean, we're already on the back side of the storm. Now, we're going to be a lot of rapid fire rolling into the military tribunals. A lot of stuff's going to happen between chapter 12 and chapter 21. So a lot of stuff's going to happen. But the white flag of surrender, what of all things in his speech, what what is a white flag of surrender? That's why you have to know military personnel because the law of war manual, the white flag of truce. And then when you go read it, When you go read that section, it talks about surrender, okay? So when you know that you're in chapter 12 of the Law of War Manual, and that would have been, um, when he talked to her, that was 2019 or somewhere in there. I'd have to go back and see when he actually, that was when he was caught. So we would have been in chapter 12 of the Law of War Manual then. That's what people don't understand. That, that, That right there is phenomenal. It's biblical. It's monumental, historical. And President Trump said that January the 6th on his speech. Your great-grandchildren's children will be living to talk about this this moment. He wasn't talking about a movement. He's talking about this operation. Because this right here, that was what, I mean, outside of the Nancy has been fired and she's on her way to another country right now. That was another big optic drop he had Tuesday night. She's on her way to another country, Gitmo. Other than that one, there was a lot more that were like, Bone chilling. But that right there, I mean, that was the sneaky one he snuck in there. The white flag of surrender. So he's telling you at that moment when he was talking to Angela Merkel, Germany's president, that we were in the law, what law of war manual chapter 12 then. So all this has already happened. What we need the people to do is understand your responsibility as an American, how the system works, how America works. And he said that Tuesday night, that people still don't understand what's going on. We need every patriot on board. We need every patriot. So when he's at these rallies, he says what? He's been saying it forever. We're giving the power back to the people. We can't give it back to the people if they don't know what the heck's going on. He also alluded to being the commander in chief of the military occupancy when he also said Tuesday night, I am your voice. I have been your voice since 2016. So he he alluded to a lot Tuesday night, but that one right there is probably the, the most out of nowhere. No one would have ever dreamt that that slogan or whatever you want to call it, that title was in reference to the Law of War Manual and would have been happening at that moment in history. So that alone shows people that this is not, I know it's, its its I get it from the average standpoint, I, and I don't mean to call people average. I don't mean it like that. I had a lady come on a, a Q&A last night on a, a thing I was on on Telegram, and she was crying because she's like, you know, us American, hardworking Americans, we go to work every day. We're trying to put food on the table. We're trying to make it through this time period, our children and everything. And I get that. I totally get that, that the American person, the average American don't have this kind of time to invest in the study completely. And I get that. And some of this stuff doesn't matter from the standpoint of anything before uh, 2017 doesn't matter except for the foundations. So there's a lot of riffraff out there. There's a lot of information warfare out there. And what what I want people to understand is this. Put that aside. And understand the simplicities of your foundation of your nation, and understand the simplicities of the military and what the military does. Our role as military, our founders created a military to prevent war, not start it, to prevent it. So you know, any of these veterans out there bragging all the time about when they were in Iraq and Afghanistan, there's a there's a there's something they're deficient in with this wanting you to oh you know whether they just want to be a hero or they want you to pat them on the back, war was never meant to be glorified. It was meant we were created to prevent it. And my great uncle, Purple Heart at Normandy, half the family didn't even know that when he died, that when they showed this Purple Heart and said he was a Purple Heart at Normandy. Normandy survived storming the beaches of Normandy, Purple Heart, wounded, and never. most of our family never knew about it. You know, war was never meant to be glorified. It's a service for your people and service for the country, country first and the people under that country. And so we've got to get people to understand, look, it's a spiritual warfare going on right now. It's a, it's an enemy that's invisible, as President Trump said May 6, uh, 2020, that this is an invisible regime. You don't know who they are. They're senior executives. He said this a week ago. They're a cabal. He's alluded to the cabal. Uh, Some of the flights out there, I've been watching some of the the call signs. Uh, The pilots are putting up cabal and putting up, I mean, beautiful call signs. Crook with a Q in it. Uh, Yesterday, Crook with a Q in it. Um, There was one this morning, early wee hours of the morning. It was a a beautiful call sign I saw um, that said felon. Um, So, you know, there's there's a lot of call signs. They're showing you these optics everywhere. They're trying to wake people up in every way possible. But, you know, I understand it's a lot to wrap your mind around. I get that. And, uh, you know, if you ever if you ever hear me uh, out there and you hear me get down on my my high horse, as they call it, I'm not trying to be condescending. I'm trying to wake you up. I'm trying to say, hey, it's a spiritual warfare. It's an information warfare. Put all this propaganda aside and understand that God and the military are the only two things that matter right now. And there's laws on the books. There's it's all for you to go find. Uh, It's in my documents. That's the easiest part. And these executive orders and it it forms a blueprint. And all you got to do is learn that blueprint. And if you say, oh, I heard this over and over, you say this all the time. Great, because it don't change until this. These national emergencies are terminated. It's not going to change until the president addresses the nation. It's not going to change. So once you learn that blueprint and once you learn those laws and orders from 2017 to 2021, then you got it made and apply that. And it's like a buddy of mine says, Chris, all the time, knowledge is not power. It's the application of knowledge. that's power.
0: Well, you are a wealth of information. And I actually told my audience that ahead of time, (laughs) I think they're going to still be blown away by everything you've brought. I really appreciate the time, Derek, and I will be doing everything I can to help promote these podcasts and to let people know about you. I will have everything they need to look up your websites and all the work that you've done. So thank you, because what you've actually done is to paint a very optimistic picture for our nation and for the world.
1: Well, thank you for that. Thank you for having me on the show. And thank you all for listening.
0: Derek said he was giving me a scoop before Charlie Ward got it. However, as I said with the first segment, The actual interview was recorded a few weeks ago and cut into three different segments. So by the time this third segment airs, I'm confident Charlie Ward got the scoop and broadcast it before this segment. One of my concerns for Derek was that he was sharing information that maybe our white hats don't want public. But he explained he'd actually been thanked by members of President Trump's team. And then, also on December 2nd, Derek posted a picture of himself and President Trump together. He got to meet President Trump. You can see the photo on Derek's Truth Social account. I also want to speak to one of the things Derek said. He stated our government was formed by man so it could be fixed by man. I understand what he's saying, but I see the reality of not only our nation's problems, but the world's being far greater than a problem in government and military matters. The underlying problem with the world is a sin issue. Man's partnership with evil instead of partnership with God. And I know Derek would agree. When it comes to spiritual matters, we need spiritual solutions. We need God to help us overcome this gross evil all around us. I've often said, God can zap anything into existence anytime he wants, but most of the time, he works through his people. Even when God intervenes in the affairs of humanity, he works through his people. Think of Esther and Mordecai. Think of Moses, God's chosen vessel to deliver his people from the oppressive, tyrannical slavery of Pharaoh of Egypt. Think of Joshua and Caleb, who relied on God, and what God had said instead of believing the bad reports of the spies, and how Joshua and Caleb were instrumental in securing the promised land for God's people. More than one prophet has said God is preparing the way to deliver his people, this time not regionally as he did in Egypt, but worldwide. By way of many prophetic words, we have been expecting God to intervene in epic proportions greater than anything the world has ever seen. God has said many things are about to look very different than they appear to be now. Governments, nations, economies, and definitely the church will see tremendous change. The process of clearing out evil will be exceedingly difficult, but God has repeatedly assured us, this is all for our good, our victory over evil, and to allow us to live the lives of freedom God has always wanted for his children. Next week, I plan on introducing you to Rick Renee from Blessed to Teach, who will help us understand more about Operation Tomahawk and why we should get involved with this effort to demand the highest quality consumer products in our nation and to hold accountable those corporations and industries that have knowingly poisoned us through medical, household and food products. I hope you'll tell others about my podcast so they can be encouraged, too. Telling others about this podcast is a show of support that I greatly appreciate. You can also be supportive by purchasing goods and services from me or my affiliates. The Christmas season is upon us, and I hope that you'll consider giving some of my books as Christmas gifts this year. My books are all award-winning and available from my website. The series is also called Faith to Live By, and each of these books would make an excellent Christmas gift. What better gift can you give than the gift of truth? And when you purchase through my web store, be sure to use the promo code TRUTH, T-R-U-T-H, use it at checkout, and get 20% discount. You can learn more about all of my affiliate sponsors by using the links and information in the show notes. Depending upon where you listen to my podcast, if you've enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on iTunes, Spotify, Google, or wherever these features are available. Your review helps the show reach more people and spread the gospel, and helps people learn how to better apply their Christian faith. I hope you'll join me next week and tell your friends and family to listen right here on Faith to Live By, where we learn how to gain spiritual victory over life's issues. Until next week, I'm Pam Christian, asking you to remember, Christ died for us, the least we can do is live for Him.